0: Hey, everybody, welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding, episode 59. Dusty Hanshaw and myself, Big Ron Partlow, we're coming at you today with all sorts of Instagram questions, and we hope to have some laughs on It's Just Bodybuilding. dusty good word mister it's still good morning if it's 10 45 a.m
1: it is to me because I'm, I'm drinking another coffee right i just if, finished one if i have a coffee then it's morning until it's until, until i get it, my next one you know yes. what i mean okay i'm totally
0: with you on that one so you got chuck behind you what's up chuck what's going on good to so see you're film,
1: filming for the youtube
0: we are yeah we're we are ch- indeed
1: we're, we're chasing youtube now i've decided that People have, you know, I'm great at uh, such a good businessman that people say, make videos, make videos, make shirts, make shirts, and then I don't. Right. So I'm really smart. Uh, yeah. So we finally decided um, to uh, start doing this on the regular. I actually have four trips scheduled in the next six weeks with Todd. Oh, sweet. So we're, we are loading up the YouTube, and we figured we would introduce our people to me to my YouTube to that right there you so go all circular you know yes. so if you An guys sexuous act- mess exactly and we and you know and I started using your lines I'm like hey don't forget to subscribe comment <laughs> like yes <laughs> everyone very important like subscribe share and comment and click the bell we need the bell clickage
2: yeah that's the newest
1: that's you know, the click the bell. Click the bell. Otherwise, there we
0: go. Otherwise, you won't get the continuous alerts when there's new
1: okay. content. Ah, so there Constance. we are. Yeah. So yeah. Well, let's uh, let's get cracking. Normal. I'm gonna put my ears in because now Todd won't need to hear us. No. And we will get to cranking. All right. Bam. know, Bam. Bam. I'm happy to be here today. I, we got some good questions. Nice. Well, why don't you roll some quick. I got some. I went last night in the middle of the night this time instead of like a one hour warning like typical okay do we want to start with like real bodybuilding questions since the show no 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 (laughs) i have my colorado weed shirt on we want to be a little wild today oh yes is that what you got who you got my my colorado cannabis colorado cannabis okay yeah friends
0: you know well right off the bat when is it when am i finally going to get a cooking with
1: dusty video ha it went up last night last night so everybody go to your youtube and check it out yes i just posted up actually you you quickly find out no one gives a shit about watching me work out i put up we put up a training video on friday no no saturday and then uh, on sunday we threw up the uh cooking with dusty and it surpassed it immediately
0: you want to know uh want to know what happened to me on the, the weekend yes i posted a video of me doing a little bmx trick i saw it it got Ten times the views and ten times the likes of anything I have ever posted, ever. ever, ever. The only exception was the day that Rich died. I put up a picture of me and Rich, and I wrote something for him. Right. And that's the most viral thing I've ever put up. Right. Well, but this was second to that. Smashed everything I've posted in the last
1: like year. So, I'm going to be honest with you, bike. when is the bike place going to start sponsoring then? I mean, <laughs> you, you need money like anyone,
0: Ron. Well, I'm tagging Hoffman Bikes and everything.
1: Come on, Hoffman. You know what to do, Max.
0: I, I don't think there are – you know what? It's funny. You see some of these other, other industries when you step out of the fitness world. Uh-huh. And we've got a lot of stuff. Like, we're, we're ahead of the curve on a lot of stuff. Oh, like, shit. the most basic fitness person – knows so much more about Instagram than most other companies that are just like, you know, slugging through their industries. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I tagged Hoffman and like everything and none of them have even been seen.
1: Let alone reposted or Right.
0: And then <laughs> and, and and it's and they just don't really repost anything. Like I don't see other people reposted on their like it's just kind of the sponsored riders get reposted. Right. So it's just kind of like they obviously just have someone like just kind of quickly you yeah. know, quickly hand on the Instagram it's so it's kind of funny you see these holes in other industries where these are like really good companies that everyone loves. Right. You know, good company everyone loves, everyone loves him. He's like a obviously. he's like the god of BMX, you know, it's like mm-hmm. not liking Wayne Gretzky. Which you is know. Sin. You know what I mean? So it's like if their social media was like the average fitness company's social media I wonder, can you hear me? Oh, you're muting.
1: Dusty's still muted. Yeah, I'm. Todd's closing my windows. I have a shining light. I don't, I'm an angel. I don't need people to know. I
0: thought you had studio light on you because you look much brighter.
1: Yeah, no, it's just, uh, Todd brings brightness out of me. <laughs> That's all. That's all that is. That's Look at that. That's well, perfect, you Todd. Your, you need your ring light. Right? Yeah, I do need yep. a, He has a ring light. I need a ring light. You could order Wait, me one. So, so, serious question. Yes.
0: Who would win in a rice cook-off with no rice cooker, Fuad or Ben Chow?
1: Ben Chow, hello. <laughs> the answer is in the question. And I like how they baited us with a racist question as if I wouldn't just go right to it and be like, hello, Asian. Oh, that's funny. I don't that's,
0: know. Is that like a thing on their show? Did they have that debate? Is that like an an already? No, just race thing?
1: always pops through all the time. And so it's like we've we've now peppered the racism in, so we could just move on forward with the rest of our show. Right, right. Okay. Ben I will see. absolutely understand how this just went down. <laughs> you know. Okay. Here's here's perfect. here's
0: a good one. Here's a good one. Um oh, where was it? Oh yeah. So I've run into this a few times with a couple clients. It's uh, dealing with helping helping someone put masks on who psychologically struggles with putting on body fat. So maybe they used to be fat as a kid or, you know, whatever. But mm-hmm. so they have a real worry about that.
1: How do you approach helping them grow? Uh, I mean, number one, I think you have to factor in who you're working with. Coaching is coaching, right? Just like if you coach football, you got to know your players. You don't coach them all the same. Um, So I would take someone like you and your prime of, of, I should say your prime of trying to grow. Mm -hmm. And I would say, Ron, the quickest way from point A to point B is for me to blow you the fuck up. It ain't going to be pretty. You're not going to be as handsome as you are today. But in 12 months, when we start to lean you down, you'll understand it was worth it. And a guy like you is like, fuck it. What's the fastest way? Um, Someone that's the opposite, I would, number one, I do it slower. uh, And I really push one simple thing is don't look at yourself. It sounds silly, but uh, I do the same thing actually in prep when I'm getting in shape. Uh, Opposite of most people, I cover up. And it's not because I'm hiding for Instagram or for people in the gym. I will pick myself apart in the gym while I'm training because the mirrors are everywhere. So I just try to do those things. Just tell them like, hey, why don't you stop finding a way to analyze yourself? Remember, my job is to do that and understand I get it. You know? And then the big thing is just tell them, I, I do tell them upfront like, hey, if we reach a point that we're too far, we can pull you back. Mm-hmm. You know. Because there are, I mean, it's I get it. If I was way overweight, it would be harder. I mean, same thing, I, I run into that primarily with women because women get screwed on the deal, right? Because we 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 tell them that they want to be, you know, great athletes, uh, and this is the quickest way to put on size, and then we judge them for being fat. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like, oh well, she got fat. I mean, you he- you hear it all the time, and it gets judged. But it's it's just finding a way to break through their uh, the mental barriers. You know, what what do you do typically?
0: Well, you're 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 right about you have to approach everyone a little differently.
1: You know, I mean, some people,
0: you know. But I mean like just like you said about coaching football, each player you have to coach' him, coach them a little bit different, so if you got someone who psychologically struggle, struggles with body fat gain, I mean you know I want people to um you know I want people to be honest with me about how serious they are about goals like if someone says they wanna get huge, I need to know like how 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 wanna right. Do you want to get huge? Like, you know, if they're just like, you know, I'd, I'd like to stay this lean and put on as much muscle as I can, then we can do that, too. Right. If there, if a guy comes and says, you know, I, I do not want to put on any fat. I don't want my face to get puffy and I want to look a certain way, but I want to work towards muscle gain. I'm like, OK, well, I mean, that's a strategy. Right. It's just not the one that you're going to use to do like what you and I were always trying to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's what
1: you also factor in is if you can explain to people I have had athletes where
0: Yeah, realistically.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Where we where where they're not satisfied with the results we because they wanted to go that route and then they changed their mind. Right. And they're like, Hey, you know what? I'll put in six months. You know, I'll put in a year. Also a lot of times.
0: A lot of times too some sometimes someone will come to me and say like that, like I don't want to put on any any body fat or anything. I just want to really try to get my training right, you know, mm-hmm. get everything right. I'm like, okay, well, we can do that. And then like six months later, they're like, so like if I put on like 20 pounds, how much stronger do you think I'd be? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they are like, let's add some carbs. Right, yeah. <laughs> and they change their mind, you know, because I never try to force anybody to do anything. Yeah. I I gave up on on forcing people there's encouraging and coaching and supporting but Mm -hmm. there's like i have literally drug bodybuilders to the finish line right (laughs) and thrown them onto a first place trophy right (laughs) and i've had i had one guy great friend of mine i helped him for a lot of shows We, we won several shows together He said to me after a show I helped him for, he goes, man, you wanted to win that so much more than I did. (laughs) He said, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have made it. I went to his house a week out. He was fucked. Like he was, he was behind pushing so hard and I felt like he was going to quit. And I was like, I, 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 I was so invested that I was like, he's not, he can't fucking quit. And I, I flew to his house, stayed at his house for a whole week. I cooked all his meals. I physically drug him to the gym, (laughs) put him through his workouts. Like it was the craziest thing I ever did with a client. And he won the overall. And then afterwards, he's like, I wouldn't I can't believe that we won that show because I didn't I was done. I, I you did everything last Is week that that trophy was fun.
1: in your room somewhere
0: no no but it was just <laughs> but it was an awesome experience because I, he's a, such a good dude you know right. and uh and he worked so hard and he's got kids and shit and like he just like and and we'd done shows before where he'd been disappointed you know like it went to nationals and got fifth and was like fuck you know and um so it was it was great to win that but i realized after that show that like you can't do that all the time Like I would have nothing left.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That takes too much out of you. Yeah. That just takes, yeah. Like I had to recover from that show. Yeah. I could totally see that. You, you would need a break after that show was done. Yeah. Like it was,
0: it was crazy. We, we laughed about it afterwards. Like last time, last time I saw him, we went for lunch and (laughs) we just had a laugh about it. He's like, you fucking. And so, but that was just, you know, you can't do that for everybody. Like, it's just, it's impossible. And, Man, when you got a client who wants to win so bad, they'll do anything. Mm-hmm. Then you don't have to do that. Yeah, you just give yeah. them the plan. So, you know what I mean? You just guide the way.
1: Yeah, I find so, with like, people who are like that, the tough part. In fact, I just had a guy. Uh, actually, it was a girl. Sorry. Uh, tell me, yes, yeah, she's like, yeah, I got, I have a week off, um, so I, I can do extra cardio. I'm like, well, no, no, no. I actually don't want you to do extra cardio. Um, <laughs> I just <laughs> want you to stick to the plan. But that—that that is the attitude that I end up fighting with more often. Right. Is where someone's like, oh, well, I've been doing an extra 20 minutes of cardio every day. And I'm like, please don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, so those yeah. ones are, are the opposite of the spectrum. But yeah, no, it's it's the key, like you said, it's just coaching the right people. And I do find that oftentimes the goal starts to become more important to someone and what it takes to get there matters less i i had a client say to me the other day she goes hey i did
0: legs this morning is it okay if i go back and do back tonight <laughs> and i said to her i was like well i appreciate your enthusiasm yeah i go but because that's like you know it's a really actually a dream client like who just wants to train hard all the time right yeah, it's like keep you got to yeah, You got to you, you, gotta, you gotta <laughs> look at it as a as a good thing. So um, I, I said uh, let's try to think of it this way. If you did legs this morning, you shouldn't be able to go back tonight, to do right back. So let's just kind of put a little more of that into each workout. Yeah. And, and we'll see what happens to your physique then. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's that's the magic too. It's it's right there. If you can do that, we have a problem.
0: Yeah, you just got to <laughs> up the intensity on 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 everything, and then you won't want to do that. You'll you'll, right. you'll be like I did legs today. I'm not going back to the gym. <laughs> Fuck that. Like, Fuck that. After after you smash legs, Dusty. Let's say you go in. Let's say you go in after meal meal one, and you crush mm-hmm. a full leg workout, quads and hams. And then how much money would you have to be paid to go back at night and do a full back workout?
1: Yeah. Here's the funny thing. Number one, not only not only you, you're nailing it, but also, you know, you can't give that back workout what it deserves. Right. Right. So, you no, know, that's the big factor, because you also factor that and it's like I might want to go. I mean, I am that guy that wants to train. Right. All the time. I mean, I would train seven days a week. It does take discipline to not train, but it doesn't take discipline when I know that training uh, it's not at the level it would be. You know, right. I, I've, you, I've made yeah. that we, we've talked about it before. We've all slipped into that pass of of how, t- you know, how many days can we train because we want to or we're busy or whatever. Um, and that's actually how I started doing these two a days was strictly to get myself into the flow of bodybuilding again. But after the first week, I was like, I wonder how long my body can do this. Right. Because I'm bringing everything to both workouts. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? And you're like,
0: yeah, but they're 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 like you're doing like chest and buys you're not doing legs yeah but like, like
1: that. T- no but today's the tricky one uh yeah, today is it because it, and Hams? It, i got no i got back and then deads and traps yeah so the only thing i've done uh you know which i'm now way the fuck off topic was um i've just committed myself that i'm never gonna go over six plates on the deads um because i don't think you have to man yeah your back's already tight and and i'm just as soon as the form like literally i'm not even pushing for that one extra like so, both vid- both times I filmed uh, last week, I took your advice actually, and I just did floor deads. But I did two heavy sets, um, right. so I did uh, six hundred twice, and and I was that was good, you yeah. know what I mean. And I and it's just remembering that same thing with the warm ups right now. You know, I used to just touch, just touch. Now I'm warming up with sets of twelve. So by the time I get to the weight, it's a lot different. You know, like I did four hundred five on incline yesterday, after doing. Fly press, up to 120 pounds for two sets. And after warming up with, you know, higher reps, I got, like, four. I was, like, and I was happy. I was, like, that was fucking good.
2: <laughs> <That's, I don't, laughs>
0: yeah, man, I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I I know that, like, when I was younger, I had that obsession about um, not using any extra energy on the warm-ups, right? That was, like, yeah. the whole kind of central sort of I thing so. about the yeah. dorian training and and i think that's a great way to go but as i've gotten older i've i've noticed that like it benefits me more to do like 10 rep prep sets mm-hmm. on air like 10 rep warm-ups 10 rep prep sets or mm-hmm. something like that um just because of the warm-up factor
1: well plus then you're no. when you do get to your especially on your stronger body parts it should wear you down a little bit right so right. you're not using quite as much yeah, um, it's just you know, I
0: feel I feel like I'm a little more in the groove, like mechanically, yeah. like I've because I'm not as you know I'm not as straight as I used to be. I'm a little crooked on everything, so I got to find my <laughs> find my spots, you know. But
1: you love how uh, the how the first warm up set versus the last warm up set are like totally different. I yeah. get under the like I used to go straight into a barbell incline, and now that's not I don't even think about that. I do a full brutal even even if I was doing D C training or if I was doing uh, push pull legs. Right. I'm gonna blast some sort of a fly movement first, right? Purely I because it. I need I need those joints moving, so that then when I get under the bar, I don't you know I'm not feeling like I'm pulling the bar through my crackling bones. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: Hell, even just one plate.
2: Putting oh God, One yeah. plate
0: on a hammer machine. I'll put one plate on a hammer machine and do 15 reps, and I'm like, oh, it kind of burns, and right. then. I'll wait like two minutes and I'll do another like yeah, with fifteen with with just and it feels like absolutely nothing.
1: Yep, that's exactly <laughs> how mine is. It's like, like it's like three two crack yeah. sounds
0: of velcro
1: popping. <laughs> and then I, a bunch of dudes yeah. nodding, listening to this right now. I believe, yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs>
0: I, I said that to some guy the other day he's Like, I was just standing there with like a cable going like this, and right. I was like, I didn't even have my headphones in. I was like, kind of look around the room, and he just kind of looked at me and goes, "Oh, you just you just warming up." And I go, yeah, I'm just waiting for the Velcro to stop. <laughs> and he just kind of light rolled his eyes. He's like, oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anybody who knows knows. That they're like, yes. Yeah. I was doing that on a on a hammer curl off of a bench yesterday. And you could actually. Sorry. Baby. I, I had I had uh, Todd actually put his hand on my shoulder while I was doing a curl so he could feel the crackling. Touches it. and Now he can hear it. Yeah. I'm like two more sets. That'll be gone. But I got to <laughs> do those, two. Okay, it's
0: your turn. I have yeah, a good one for the next question, but it's your turn.
1: Okay, this is this is a good one um, because I'm curious how you answer. Um, how do you know when it's time to get another coach, and what's the best way to end it? Oh, great question.
0: Is it from one of my clients?
1: Yeah, it actually, <laughs> it actually says, "How do I know when I'm done with Ron?"
0: Uh, <laughs> he sometimes. I it's mean, not you. It's me. You know, I mean, you're, it's, it's just business. I know it's easy to say that. And it's definitely not just business. We just, we have to keep, we have to keep it to, it's just business. But I know that we all get really emotionally involved with certain clients and the investment in them and certain coaches and the investment that you've put in them. And, and, you know, maybe you won a championship together, which then makes it even harder to leave or something like that. You know what I mean? Uh But I mean, you have to some, – sometimes people just want to go try something new. Um, just want to go try a different style of diet. They're curious about a different style of a different approach. You yeah. know, some people need to have their hand held. Some people need to be, like, positively, you know, like, encouraged a lot. Some people need to – some people need to be yelled at. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just not everyone's going to be the perfect match forever. Like, you know, it's – uh you're you're just you're, you're hiring them they they're doing a job and uh, you just say hey i'm just going to give something else a try please just so you don't look like a fucking dickhead don't lie to
1: them <laughs> and tell them that you're going to do your own thing and then yeah, and then 2 minutes later be posting on instagram with your New coach. Yeah, well, I'm just going <laughs> to
0: do my own thing. And then like a week later, they've hired another coach, and they're tagging another coach and everything. It's like, just roll my eyes. Because, I mean, we all have the same stories. Ask any fucking prep coach. We all have exactly at least one of the same stories, you know? So one yeah. coach might have hundreds of them. You have at least one, yeah.
1: you know? <laughs> if you've been doing this for any length of time, you've got at least one.
0: Yeah, you know? And it's just um, – that's just how it goes. But – I, I don't take any of it personally. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, I just spoke to some, someone the other day who was working with a really good friend of mine, getting in shape, left to go to a new super popular coach who's got lots of champs right now. And these champs look amazing and got really poorly prepped, like, you know, just not, not happy with the prep. Mm-hmm. And said, "Oh, like next show, I'm going back to my old coach." <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and that's happened. I mean, I've I've seen that before. I've I've helped someone win. I, I've helped people win national titles, and then they've gone to other coaches. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, well, I did my job. They won.
1: Yeah.
0: So, you know, I guess they just want to try something new.
1: I think that's what you got to factor into, though, because I, I see that particularly around here. Um, cause I see some of the coaches and their postings and things, the, the more local guys and I yeah. laugh at how they, they actually get mad when a client leaves, like like yeah, literally yeah. mad. And I'm like, well, did they pay you for the work you did? Yeah. And the show ended. Yeah. You're no longer employed.
2: Yeah. It's yeah, the yeah, same yeah. as
1: like, I, I love when like you're with, you're with a sponsor and the end of your contract comes and they don't renew you. You didn't get fired. No, there's no bad blood. Yeah. They just didn't renew it. It's the same with us. It's a way, I don't know if you know this, but I do all of my clients are monthly. There's no zero commitment. Um, yeah. The only commitment I do is on DC training. They have to pay for it up front. Yeah, um, that's understandable. Because though, of the because amount of, of the effort that load. goes into the very big beginning. But uh, other than that, i so I remind them, I'm like, look, I got to earn your business every month really yeah. simple yeah, yeah and if and if something happens I don't want you to feel like oh god you know I, I have a, I'm stuck yeah you yeah, know yeah. No, or no, I have to because I've had people do that too where they'll reach out to me and say yeah I got I got six more weeks with the guy that I'm with now I'm really unhappy I've already paid him um so I'm gonna call you in six weeks and I'm like well then why the fuck would you wait six weeks yeah you're already unhappy the money's already gone yeah the money's gone already do you want to sleep. waste the time also
0: it's yeah
1: weird He's probably not going to
0: do any work anyways.
1: Yeah, yeah. He probably knows that you're almost done as well. Uh, It's just an odd connection that people have with the coaching and the coaches with the people. Like, I think I've got a client actually that trains. It came to me through two other clients. They all train in Georgia. Uh, This is the group of women. And uh, we were talking at one point. I said, you know, I think you need someone that's in person. Like, I think you would feel better seeing your coach whatever right. so she found a lady locally she switched over to her i still follow her stuff she's still kicking ass i actually think it was a good move right 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 i'm like sweet and and i think you notice some surprise out of them because they're like you're really not mad i'm like
0: why would i be <laughs> I've, I've had a few people reach out to me lately that i've actually like not taken mm-hmm. and i didn't take them because i was like oh i'm just I'm not the coach they're looking for. Right. And, and I'm also over the line of like not having time for more people right now.
1: Yeah. You don't want to just take another person and not be able to give them the same quality. You know, that you're there's
0: known. a show, there's a show coming up right away. So I'll have a bunch of people shutting down prep after that. So i I mean, it'll, I'll open up and all that, but you know, there's, just been a few times in the last few months where I'm like, I just don't really want a new client this week.
1: Well, you're probably a little busy because I keep sending my clients to you for one-on-one training too.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, your your client that I helped there, I, I think I did five or six workouts with her, but she looks awesome yeah i noticed she hasn't called me for a workout since she got about three weeks out i think yeah, she's she
1: probably smoked. just she smoked she's like i don't want to it <laughs> yeah she actually uh, changed her phone number just in case you called her <laughs> <laughs> she's like i'm gonna switch well, my number back later but ron might reach out so
0: the that. sessions we did she killed it so it's no wonder she looks the way she does now so
1: it's <clears throat> yeah, common it's been it's been fun to watch uh it is nice though, man like i'm really i think you know this uh I have my people that I send clients to for other things, and I'm adamant. I'm like, I need you to see Kenny for posing. They're like, oh, I I have someone. I'm like, I don't care.
0: Yeah, I've been sending my females to Kenny.
1: Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, I do too. Um, And it's funny, because she was one of them, and I was like, your posing has improved a ton. It's still not there. Go to Kenny. And literally, I get get screenshots from the very first session, and she's like, oh my god. I was like, yeah, I can't do that.
0: Yeah, that dude must be so fucking busy.
1: Uh, He's booking out for December right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I tell clients they've got shows in 2021. I'm like, let's book in. They're like, what? Yep. I'm like, now. Get in the schedule. What do you got next?
0: Okay, here's one. Win $1 million or place
1: third at the O? $1 million. Done. Not even, a, not even a question for me and I understand the the, the thought process of the uh, of the Olympia, but I'm I think if there's one thing I've proven in this industry is it's dollars and cents to me. Um, what I could do for my life and truthfully for my business with a million with a million cash because if you hand me a million dollars I'm gonna turn it into three. So yes.
0: Yeah, oh, a million dollars.
1: You know what I mean? Like, that's not even a question for me.
0: million dollars, and I think I'd probably just buy properties. Yeah. Just buy a bunch of properties, put rentals in them, and just become, just own properties and have them pay themselves off and live off the… the make
1: that uh, decision after November 4th, November? living in my Yeah. Country. Yeah, 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 yeah. Living in my country too. Yeah, D- depending on what happens on November third, I'd let you yeah. know if I'd be buying any properties.
0: Well, if you guys become a communist country, there'll be no more private property ownership, right? Val, no, they'll just scoop it out from under you. They just come and they just come <laughs> and put a gun to your head and take it all.
1: But the dirt was always ours, kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's see here. Yeah. I got some. You know what's cool is I got some. Uh, I got some solid ones that I like right now. Um, okay, this is this is actually every bodybuilder ever, so it's fine. Six days out, but all I can think about is the next twelve months of off season plan. Is that normal? Yes, I think it's
0: normal. We all go through it. I think that you should try to focus on your show. I it's like it's like an escape. You're like it's, it's escapism. Mm -hmm. which is fine sometimes you need it for like stress (laughs) you know but make sure you're not putting more thought into your off season than you are into the fucking goal right in front of you right i've seen guys doing that too it's like you should be working on your posing right now and you should be napping and you should be working on your posing again and you should be doing your cardio and you can daydream about whatever you want doing your cardio i guess that's fine
1: i think you also got to factor in that Like, and I, and I know this, you know, you know, the old post-show depression that people get where they've been working for six months on a goal and now it's over. Yeah. Like you really want to soak up. It's, it's funny. And I hate to do the weird cross. Try to be present. You want to soak up moments while you have them, uh, so that you can really look back. Like there's a few moments in my life, not even bodybuilding, just people and things like that where I'm like, man, if I knew it was going to turn out the way it did, I probably would have really soaked up that time a little better than I did. I would have right. realized how great that moment was. And I, and I push on this cause I used to be terrible at it. I mean, Dante's given me shit before. Cause the reason you do that is you already know what you're going to look like within reason. You yeah. already know what you want to fix. You already know what you want to improve on. So it's a very positive problem. Um, but like you said, what you don't want to do is take the eye off the ball. Number one, and not finish as strongly as you could. And then number two is you worked your face off for this. Yeah. Enjoy it. Sit yeah. in. It. Because s- literally, Saturday night after you're done, now you can fucking pour into the new idea. Yeah. You know? Yeah. My well, Yep. Try to focus on it, try to stay, you know, present on the show.
2: Hey guys, why are you using sports nutrition that was designed for someone else? At truenutrition.com, they offer the world's largest selection of quality protein powders and they let you design your own custom blend from a variety of powders, flavors, boosts, and packaging options, like the Team Skip blend, for instance. That's over 20 billion possible combinations to create a protein powder tailored to your diet, your goals, your tastes, and your budget. TrueNutrition.com also offers the ability to create delicious custom oatmeal blends. And they're third party tested, proving that all their supplements are insured to have the highest level of quality and value. Don't be a sucker and pay for fancy packaging and gimmicks. Discover the source that bodybuilders trust and stop using mass produced nutrition that wasn't designed for you. TrueNutrition.com. And use our code ADVICES at checkout to let them know that you support the shows. Your turn. First cycle
1: stories. And what do you attribute to your biggest jump in muscle mass? So I guess that's two questions.
0: First cycle stories. My first cycle was this this Russian D ball came in these sheets of 50. Right. And there was, like a, there was a split. No, there were fives. Okay. There was like a split down the middle. There was like twenty five on one side and twenty five on the other side, and there were these little blue five milligram D balls, uh-huh. and I got three hundred of them. And Peace I up. started, and I started with five milligrams a day, and then the next week I did ten, and then the next week I did fifteen, and the next week I did twenty, and the next week I did twenty five, and then I did twenty five milligrams of D ball for like, like five weeks or something. So it
1: ran out, yeah.
0: And then I did twenty for a week. Fifteen for a week, ten for a week, five for a week, and tapered off. Full taper, full full taper. That, that should it, tell everyone
1: what year it was. <laughs> it
0: was yeah, it was uh, ten. It was like ten weeks, I think. Mm-hmm. And whatever whatever doses it, it I made I That's made three hundred D ball last ten weeks. And um,
1: what did you uh, get out of that?
0: Uh, that that, that was, those those are like like. Never had D-ball that good ever again.
1: (laughs) You could go back. You had about 3,000 of those.
2: (laughs) No, like
0: literally nothing but 25 D-ball a day. And, you know, I put on like 20 pounds and like even had a nosebleed. Like it was enough to make – like it was so powerful. Like my blood pressure went – like – Benching, <laughs> I love that like early in with body, the These are good
1: signs. You're like, yeah.
0: <laughs> squatting, getting get nosebleed squatting and stuff. And I was just like, Holy fuck. And like nowadays, like, how much shit do you have to take to get a nosebleed? Oh God. Yeah. But that was like, like you know, I was young, you know, so you're just like cranked on natural hormones, anyways. Then right. you throw some D ball in, you know, and you're super aggro and you're running like 50 megs of ephedrine every workout yeah so probably i contribute. used to really
1: rely on like pre-workouts and
0: yeah. and all that shit now I'm just jacked when you're training so yeah yeah i remember that i remember i was i remember i uh, was my first cycle so i'd benched 300 um natural when i was i benched 300 in grade 12 right but uh this was like the year after and i was 18 That's a Ton
1: for you because you had uh you have long arms
0: yeah yeah but then, like, the year after high school, I remember I was, like, repping with like, th- three like yeah, three, yeah. plates, three plates for, like, five or six reps. And yeah. there was this cop that trained at the gym. Right. And um, Corporal Myers.
1: Still <laughs> I love that you got the name. And I saw him when you said it. <laughs> well, I, I took his daughter on a date once, actually. That's genius. Yeah, nice
0: and job. he lo- he really liked me. But she was kind of into, like criminals and shit so we're doing illegal
1: drugs you are a criminal
0: No, well she likes dating the bad boys because well the real the the other the real drug guys right Right. i wasn't bad enough right so anyways i remember he saw me in the gym one day and i was benching three plates for reps and he comes over and he goes i see you got your hand in the cookie jar there ron
1: (laughs) you a pothead fucker
0: you a pothead fucker yeah exactly he just comes over and but that's the first time i heard anyone use the term like cookie jar right for like steroids right you know in that I, way i would and happy. i just thought it was so fucking funny i just started laughing and then he started laughing and he walked away so he was a pretty cool cop <laughs> that's fucking so you got your hand cool. in the cookie jar there ron and i just i didn't know what to say i just bust out laughing
1: yeah, yeah, that's a good thing though it's nice to get busted it means it's working
0: he like <laughs> i remember he looked at the bar too he like three plates eh Yeah,
1: oh, yeah. yeah. 19 years old or 18 years old <laughs> years old
0: <laughs> eh? okay i get it
1: yeah. i know what's happening here what about you uh very similar i mean i did uh i did uh ampules so i think that God, was i taking primo yeah you did yeah primo i did one one crazy. bottle a week And I blew out. I mean, that's here's the thing. If I could make one suggestion to anyone who's legally obtaining steroids, uh, (laughs) legal use, yeah, for legal use only, uh, literally take the smallest thing you can on your first one. When I hear people, I've gotten guys that what cycle, and they send me, and I'm like, gee, yeah, think I fucking shot a test. Like, recycle. like literally, you I mean, like, test. do not take two things. I mean, I put on 20 something pounds. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. And I remember the big thing I remember, which I've told on the show before, is just going to do a set of shoulder presses, knowing my number was like 10 and getting like 15. Yeah, yeah. Like, because it, it was probably three weeks in and it was all in the system at that point. And I remember putting it down and I looked at my ex-wife and she was like, whole because she's been spotting me for the whole time I, she yeah. knows that's not normal and i'm like holy shit and i immediately remember thinking this is why people don't want to go off yeah 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 because you don't you're not i mean that was a, the only i mean truthfully after that you know but the first time you experience that you're like so i'm not human right now
0: yeah yeah it's different <laughs> i i um i mean i remember that first cycle taking those d balls I remember, like, hack squatting five plates, like, deep on an old hack squat, too. Like, none of this new fucking (laughs) limo hack squat. Basically a
1: fucking horizontal leg press.
0: 35-degree hack squats. This is, like, old-school fucking, you know, death drop hack squats, you know, doing, like, five plates for sets of six, like, low-rep, heavy-ass hack squats, you know? Getting a fucking nosebleed, spraying all over the mirror. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I had that the other day. Uh an animal. Doing rows. All of oh. a sudden, I, was, I started bleeding. And there was no one in the gym because it wasn't open. So I finished the set. And I immediately was like, I checked my blood pressure this morning. What is going on? It was a change in temperature for like three days. And it dried out the inside of my oh. nose. But I literally was like, what the fuck? Because I'm adamant about blood pressure. Like, yeah, yeah. I freak about it. Because I know that's... It's the one thing I truly believe, like, if you keep that under control, you're probably going to be okay.
0: It's a huge one,
1: yeah. Yeah, so so I remember being irritated by that, but yeah, all I had to do was I started using that uh, saline spray for a few days before I would train. So, I noticed
0: that when I went to Australia, every single time I went there, I would get nosebleeds for, like, the first couple days. Yep. And then every single time I came home from there, I would get nosebleeds for a couple days. It was just the change, like, just whatever...
1: Moisture and yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. You're up. Best advice that no one ever seems to mention for someone who's two weeks out?
1: Hmm. Anything drastic that you think could make you better could also make you worse. That is one thing that I push on all the time is remember who brought you to the dance. Right. Uh, at the very end, everyone wants, I mean, all new clients, every single new client I've ever had. So what's the plan at the end? Yeah. They're waiting for the big hurrah and I'm going to, you know, pull the curtain back and that's when the crazy shit's going to happen. And it's like, oh, well, you're going to um, do what you've been doing. And we're going to give you a little extra carbs. Yeah. I'm,
0: I, I I just went through this. Um, I'm one week out with a bunch of people. You know? So, mm-hmm. you know, some of them are like, hey, like, I'm ready. I'm ready for the ch- big changes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm like, when well,
1: do I get the Sour Patch Kids?
0: You know? <laughs> I'm like, let's just not obliterate legs inside five or six days out. And... Yep. um. And, and otherwise just keep kind of doing what you're doing and, you know, they're all very receptive to it, but for some of them it's a change, right?
1: Yeah. Cause they're used they're to that. they
0: just some change. crazy, like, you know, alter everything sort of, sort of plan. So that's really interesting. I always find that, that phase interesting. What do I need for the end? Mm-hmm. I was like, just make sure you have all your meals and then have extra carbs.
1: Yep. Yeah. Like, okay. I, I do the same. It's like, yeah, the big, you know, the big change for me is the last. Uh, you know, just like my client that you did some work with, I'm like, okay, I just need you to add two liters of water for the next few days to your already high water. Right. I I really like to push, uh, water, especially with women. I'm, I find that, uh, that helps with the digestion. I need that water through the roof. They chronically don't don't slow down. I find females chronically don't drink enough. So yeah. Which is so crazy yeah. to me because when I'm dieting, that's how I that's how I remain not starving.
0: I I just had a last night. I had a real diet sleep, and what I mean by that was I had a really good high carb day on Saturday. Right. And I blew up like seven pounds. Jeez. And then, Don't
1: I not skip that a, shit. Would you eat? Uh,
0: I had well, I had a whole six pack of muffins. Nice. I had oh, a shit. pint. Yeah, a pint of Ben and Jerry's. A medium pizza. I went to five guys for one meal. Ooh. I had 100 grams of carbs while I trained that I don't normally have. Right. And I had chicken and waffles with extra waffles for breakfast.
1: From that place we go to? Yes.
0: Oh, you dick. So it was a big day. I put on seven pounds. And uh, oh, no, actually, it was at Ricky's. Went to Ricky's for chicken and waffles. It was okay. good. But. Um, I put on seven pounds and then Sunday I went right back to my like super clean diet Mm -hmm. and I was busy all day Mm -hmm. and was very active and was hungry and drank a lot. And then last night I got up to piss five fucking times.
1: (laughs) And then (laughs) Emily's like, I haven't, it is my (laughs) man. I haven't gotten
0: up to piss five times since the last time I competed. Yeah, for sure. But last night was the biggest fucking water dump because, you know, the (laughs) high-carb day and then the low-carb day. And then the activity levels. And then uh, those carbs just rinse out of you. And then I woke up this morning. My legs are all sharp and dry. I was like, Oh, I feel like I'm getting ready for a show.
1: (laughs) Hey, Chris, should I have a quarter of a day? Yeah, send pictures to Chris
0: out of the blue and don't explain yourself. Just send (laughs) the pictures to Chris and go, 257 let see what he says. <laughs> Chris would answer that shit in a way that would be hysterical. <laughs> Send a text back, 12.5L Dactone.
1: Pictures, when you, when you pictures, cut it in, in half, would yeah, you cut it in half to the small half? <laughs> oh, man. That's freaking gold. Oh, my God. All right, so, let's,
0: let's see. see. Whose who's turn is it? Uh, I'm going.
1: <laughs> cool. I, like I don't answer. know whose turn it, it is. <laughs> I want you to be the the steerer of this ship. Okay, um, this is a good one. What is the worst well known brand of gym equipment you've ever used? Oh, well, let me first uh
0: start off by saying that everyone makes at least one garbage piece <laughs> of equipment. Hammer Strength has a few. Hammer Strength has some garbage. And then they have amazing pieces that you need in a gym. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just that they're so good at making the amazing pieces and there's lots of great shit that that's why they're a great company, even though they have a couple of zingers. Um, But I would say that generally I tend to dislike techno gym equipment. Yes. (laughs) Um, And obviously like, they have that club line that counts your reps and all that nonsense. Yeah. So I have no time for any of that shit. I wouldn't want any of that stuff in my gym. Like
1: That gym that we go to in Germany has that.
0: Yeah, they have a they have like some techno in there that counts some reps and yeah. they had some cool stuff too. Like and of course Techno makes some great pieces too. Like Techno yeah. has a pretty good pivot leg press. Mhm big yellow platform on it remember like you've seen yeah, that I one
1: want to use the the cybex one
0: that every yeah the cybex has. one is the best one but like yeah. techno makes a pretty good one it's just a little too big like it's not necessarily huge yeah um i i am not a fan of pre-core equipment generally right Agreed. they make some some of the old pre-core stuff is is fine the the stuff where they had bought icarian and they were just copying the icarian models mm. that stuff mm-hmm. was fine um But over time, it generally tends to bend. Like if you look at a Nycarian preacher curl, it'll be straight, even though it's like 25 years old. Mm -hmm. But then after PreCore bought them and they like you know went to thinner gauge, cheapened everything up, you see a PreCore one at an auction and it's always bent. Yep. So that sort of stuff I drives me fucking crazy. I'm not a fan. But I mean, there's always the odd piece, and then there's pieces that don't matter. Like there's pieces that. Everyone makes a decent one.
1: You know what I mean? Do yeah. you ever have the, like, a piece like, this will blow you away, but I've always been a huge Nebula fan. Yeah. I love so much of his stuff. Uh, obviously, yeah, it's not so around much anymore. Good. But uh, but he has, this. You, if you've used one, you'll understand. He has the greatest seated calf raise the world has ever seen. The
0: Nebula seated calf and, is amazing.
1: And the funny thing about it is that one of the, the most obvious reasons is, I don't know what the material is that he puts under your feet. But they are glued into place and will not move. And he (laughs) uses that rounded platform, which I always really liked. Yeah, on both sides it rounds through. His stuff, man, I mean, that guy, I envision him loving gym equipment like you do. Like, I bet you he he would finish a piece and then pick it apart. How could it possibly be fucking better? Because everything I've ever used of of his when he was – basically making it himself um, was the best piece I've ever used
0: <laughs> yeah he made some great stuff I was a real fan of all the nebula leg equipment most of it mm-hmm. um, there were a few the the one thing that I didn't like about nebula chest and shoulder pieces where they were really hard to spot on okay. the chest piece the chest yeah. pieces were hard to spot on the flat ones you know because you have to reach over it's kind of yeah. hard to spot on
1: you're like straddling um, your boy.
0: Yeah, and that's why the Hammer stuff was kind of advantageous, uh, you know, at the time, because they kind of competed a lot. The leg equipment, though, I mean, you know, like that old Nebula press at that Bev's Powerhouse, you know, that's like my favorite one with the three-tier platform. Yep. And um, so they just had some classic stuff. Um, you know, I've met Tom. I've met Tom. I've talked to him. He, he came by the booth, and we chatted equipment for a while, and he showed me some stuff on his phone of these old drawings that he'd found. That's true. He actually found uh, an, an, a an one of the last leg presses he ever built mm-hmm. but he had never assembled it and it was it wasn't even powder coated yet and he found it in a storage locker so he powder coated it and built it and I saw him building it on Instagram so it was like you know like his leg press that he fucking welded himself but it had just never been put together and he put it together and That's sold weird. it to, sold it to somebody so it was brand new but it was like 20 years old
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. So it kind of cool. But yeah, what about? uh, I know uh, Scott asked us to to say like our favorite piece of leg equipment or favorite piece of equipment ever.
1: Yeah, do you? you My is simple. Yeah, my. I mean, if I had to name one, it would be the Humbler, which of course is not actually called the Humbler, but uh, everyone knows what it is. Um, I, I love that piece because number one. I have no joint issues no matter where I put my feet on it. Um, it's a natural arc for me, for my height or whatever that is. Um, and I really liked when I first started using it and when I came up with a name for it was because, like, you have to be focused on your warm-ups. Like, even yeah. now, when I, when I'm doing seven, eight plates on that thing, I still, like, lock in mentally to warm up with one. You know, But that's just the smoothest piece of equipment. And now there are three companies that make a phenomenal version of it. I mean, I truthfully, I've ha- I have people say, oh, you know, what about this one versus the one you're using or that? And I'm like, truthfully, they're all awesome. Yeah. There's pluses to all of them. So, I mean, you know, I chose uh, the Atlantis version um, for a few reasons that I followed through on. But also now looking looking now, Arsenal makes a great one. Um, who was the original one I used to use? Paramount. Paramount. Uh, the only thing I found with Paramount, so over time was it started to shift. I don't know what, if it's ball bearings or what, but you could actually see it move to the point right. that when I started adding weight that wasn't supposed to be there, um, <laughs> when I started using the equipment for, uh, you know, <laughs> the way it wasn't intended to be used, yeah. it was no longer working properly. I, yeah, I remember the bearing, I remember the, uh, we, was it Matt or no, it was Will. I got done with my set, and he was like, "That was awesome. Don't ever fucking do that again." <laughs> like, this funny. machine did not like it, but the new Atlantis one, man, is is unbelievable. So, what yeah. about you? Favorite piece? That's Damn. really hard for you because these are these are family members to you.
0: No, I'd say, I'd say like, I've always thought a leg press was a really really important key piece of it to a gym that had to be good. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you had to have a good leg press because just gets fucking pounded and abused so much yeah, everyone you know? uses it. i'll say my favorite piece of equipment, my equipment ever just for old time's sake there's this white apex leg press at the old gym in edmonton it's now called the bar but it used to be called Hardcore Jam, and then it was Powerhouse Jam, and it was Axes Jam. It was like all these different gyms. But they had this white Apex leg press in there, and I used that thing every every leg workout for 14 years. <laughs> and I loaded that fucking thing up and put bands on it and just destroyed myself on that fucking leg press. And it didn't even need to be greased or oiled. It just fucking kept taking it. <laughs> what a champ that leg press was! And it got it got crushed in that gym. Like it had it had fifteen plates aside on it at least once every day for like <laughs> twenty five <laughs> fucking years. I bet right. that leg press has been loaded. It's still ticking. I bet they haven't greased the bearings. I bet it's had no maintenance whatsoever on it
1: every now and then someone will vacuum around it
0: <laughs> yeah like i had nosebleeds on that fucking thing and fuck oh jesus so yeah just i would say that that piece that's my favorite piece ever
1: i give like you the, actually have your piece you're like but that yeah. exact, not an apex that apex that one that one yeah had i had great it. bearings on it it was super smooth yeah, I love and when you find something like that, though, the 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 bars at um, the North Scottsdale used to be gold and now is an EOS. I've literally thought about reaching out and being like, because I know, obviously, the GMs and stuff and be like, I would like to buy one of these bars. Right. It's, been, it's I mean, literally, because they bought a stack when they um, when it first opened, you know, like probably literally 15, 18 years ago. Those bars are still there. They're not bent. They're not fucked up. And I think about what I've done to them. And I'm like, Jesus, how are you still here? And like just as good as you were day one. You know, they've brought yeah. other bars in that are broken. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. Those bastards are still standing like They're probably five hundred hundred dollar bars too, like yeah, good bars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The good bars, the ones are breaking. OK, let's see. Ba, 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 ba.
0: Your turn, my turn.
1: You go, because I'm I'm scanning, even if it's not your turn. Go ahead.
0: Okay, uh, just a contest question. Best pre-contest carb-up foods for those who are really sensitive to bloating and can't have stuff like burgers without getting really bloated, junk food, stuff like that? Rice. White rice. Yeah. There you go. I have one client who says rice he's like rice really bloats me man so he etms but like i my experience white rice is the solution for digestion yep, yep. i mean white that, rice man. is even what they give people with like irritable bowel syndrome and crohn's and colitis white rice is part of that diet mm-hmm. that they're yep. allowed to eat yeah so. no, that's
1: that's the that's the magic and i think truthfully rice, people that's should realize that uh the the burger and all that stuff I've never, I shouldn't say never, but very rarely is that something that comes into play as a plan. Uh, right. It is normal after prejudging. Um, it's a pretty common thing for me to have somebody do after prejudging. But uh, very rarely, earlier in my career, I used to do that like the night before the show. And I started to realize that that was a crapshoot every time. Right. And there's an, a
0: window where you look better and then you don't and then you yeah. do and then you don't. And it's, Yeah.
1: I just like the smooth of, all right, every three hours, have a little more white rice. We'll see where we're at. <laughs> you know. Um, okay. Okay, here we go. Tips for post-workout nausea. Back on Ron split and 30 minutes after training, I need to puke but can't.
0: Ooh. Well, it's not a good thing. Like, hopefully it's just on leg day and not every workout or there's something
1: wrong. Yeah, I'm assuming that because he's very specific. He says back on Ron split. No, thirty minutes after training I need to puke but can't. I mean that might be every day. I don't know. Brandt, I'm not sure what the question is. Oh, it's Brandt. He's a big kid.
0: He's like he got to like three hundred pounds. Um There's nothing better than puking because then you feel better. Yeah, then it's <laughs> done. <laughs> there's like when he says I feel like puking and can't, I'm like, Oh, that's the worst.
1: <laughs> you know what's funny about that? And this is so nasty. <laughs> I'd way rather I'm, just really specific uh when i was younger i literally learned that number one making the decision to go to the bathroom to puke was step number one or um, going outside
0: and just putting your hands on your knees and looking yeah, at the ground I don't,
1: I don't have like the gyms that i trained at when i was younger and i don't puke anymore um but when i did on the regular uh i also found that literally going to the bathroom and like just you committed to it i'd go in there and take a deep breath And already decided it was going and it was coming now. Yeah. Yeah. Like
0: sometimes
1: (laughs) a lot of times when I would throw
0: up on leg day and stuff, I'd be like, fuck, I'm going to go outside and allow this to happen. Yeah. And I'm like, go outside and like look at the dirt. And then it's like, just, it's like, you're allowing your mind to allow it. And then you just vomit and then you feel fucking great. And you go back in and start doing leg curls.
1: Yeah. I'll tell you what I would say though. Um, and I don't know, Brant, and you, but it sounds like it might work with him. Uh, but I would bet two things. Number one, you're the cardiovascular, you're not in good enough shape, which is probably not the case. Uh, and number two, I bet you're overstimmed.
0: Yeah. So that's overstim is a huge thing. That's what I was going to say. If this is every workout and it's all the time, mm-hmm. then it's definitely not normal. Um, you know, guys coming into the gym and ordering, like, they're like, hey, can I have two scoops of dust?
1: <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but the name dust tells me everything I need. <laughs> and then, like, Girl, the person behind the counter. milligrams of caffeine. Like,
0: uh, we can't sell you two scoops of that one, actually. Like, you know what I mean? So, it's just funny. Um, Yeah, people are overstimmed, and that's a huge link. There's a huge link to nausea there. Oh, for sure. And there's a link to my... My leg day nausea when I was younger, because I, I mean, I vomited every single leg day for like years, like, and, but it was only leg day. So Mm -hmm. it was linked to leg day. But I also used to take a lot of ephedrine back when I was really young, because we just didn't know any better. We're taking at least 25, like at least 125 before we trained with 200 caffeine. So now you're like pretty wired
1: into a workout that is a lot more oxygen yeah Uh, lactic acid that's a different animal i literally said that yesterday we before the training i ate a meal that we were filming and i said i would not eat this meal if it was legs or back right too slow to digest yeah exactly too heavy too too much flavor too much whatever it's the same with stims i think that uh stims have become something that guys rely on yeah uh, they they really are seen as a necessity Mm -hmm. um
0: And I I think they should be just a little bit of icing on the cake pre-workout. It shouldn't be like, like, yeah, like this religious attachment to them.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, I literally, if I do a a pre-workout, a real one, I'll do like a half a scoop. Because the other thing I look for in a pre-workout is one that's not very pungent in flavor. Because I've done that before where I've actually, within the last four years, there was a day that I puked. I remember being so shocked. So I'm like, I don't puke. What the fuck? And I realized, oh, I got a strong-flavored pre-workout. And, and
0: it t- just didn't sit in your stomach, right? Yeah.
1: And so what was funny is it didn't hit me until I puked. Yeah. And I saw <laughs> and tasted. Oh I, oh, I vomited
0: up this super-duper purple dinosaur drink that I had. At-
1: <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's literally, it's comical. Um, so, yeah, that's my answer. I would be willing to bet, Brant. That you're overstimming. The Stop blind, the old, madness. Yes.
0: That's a <laughs> See, I know Brant's the type of guy that's doing lines of pre workout.
1: Yep, it's faster. Faster. Put <laughs> it into the system. <laughs> you're up. I'm up. You're up.
0: Um here's one. While working labor, eight to ten hours on my feet, is cardio even necessary? Or can I utilize neat more? Thanks. Well, I see what he means.
1: Yeah, no. And I mean, I actually, I think he asked me this question a different time. I already answered. Um, the The answer is, yeah, you might not need cardio, depending on how many steps. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's steps and movement. Um, But the way yeah. I would determine that is, are you changing? I mean, as long as things are constant, I can make decisions as a coach, you know? Like right. I even tell people that like cause I've had people say, well, you, uh, you use a lot of sugar free ketchup during prep. And I'm like, well, yeah, but it's constant. So we can manipulate all the other things and we're fine when it's yeah. a problem is I manipulate your food and then you start adding ketchup. And right. you balance out what I'm doing and I don't know about it. You know what I mean? So same with this guy. As long as long as your steps and your activity level doesn't change, go without then, if you need 10 minutes extra, add it. 15 extra, add it. You know, nothing right. is in stone and there are no rules in bodybuilding. Excellent. Juno.
0: Okay. I agree. Um, one group of people, like, I've had several nurses that I've helped for shows, mm-hmm. and their step counts are like insane.
1: Yeah, they walk 10 miles a day.
0: Yeah. So I'm like, uh eh, let's just train really hard for a while, see so what happens.
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, here we go. Uh, this is a good one by one of my clients. Uh stay up and eat or sleep. What is more important? Sleep trumps food. Agreed. Every time. But and I will say with the uh have when to you learn stay how to, up to eat, you should you should be scheduling your day that you get your food in yeah. so that's not a problem.
0: And um in cases where you have to do that, I would just, like, smash a liquid calorie bomb and go to bed. Yep. You know? You can put a lot into a blender. Agreed. You know. Whose turn is it? George. We keep talking so much about each question. Yeah, We're we, back we and are forth. way over time. We're So many times. <laughs> oh, I knew, I knew what I wanted to bring up. Yes. I wanted to bring this up. Um... Start. we'd have, it might be an interesting topic of discussion. What did you think of Fuad's video about him pulling out of the show?
1: Uh, I loved it. Um, I, you know what, and when I say I loved it, what I mean is, uh, number one, uh, Fuad is a, it's, I love his branding and his stuff because it's really him. He really is. And we really are the last of a dying breed. Um, What I loved about it was, number one, it killed him to do for himself, for his fans, for his friends. Um, But what I really loved about it actually was the reaction to it. Uh, Because I feel that Fuad has much like, and this is going to sound crazy to people, but much like a Kai Green um, and those types of people, a Jay Cutler. um, Fuad has transcended and he is bigger than the bodybuilding stage now.
0: Yeah, I don't. So I agree with you. My take on this is I was watching Fuad you know, coming to grips. I mean, it was it was an emotional video, you know, when he said there was it was 30 like,
1: seconds of just 30 pause. seconds
0: where he just couldn't he couldn't get anything else out. And, um, you know, I watched that and I thought, wow, he doesn't realize what's about to happen. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't realize and he will. He'll clue in. Um, He doesn't need me to tell him, but he's going to be way bigger in a year or two because I just think about what I did when I decided I was done with the stage. It was like, like, look at all the awesome shit. Open West Coast Iron with my buddies, like taking everything to the next level, making way more money than I ever made before. Mhm. like having fun i like the podcast like life is just it's awesome like i've really i'm the happiest i've ever been generally you know what i mean so uh he's he's gonna he's gonna wind up putting all this energy that he's put because you know he's hardcore as fuck so he's got the drive to do crazy shit he's gonna put this into business and into his other relationships and his he'll get a, maybe he'll get a, another hobby uh on the side and it'll be cool and then he has company and then like he's just gonna blow up even more
1: no i agree 100 percent. and i think the other thing is, is and this is something i learned from uh marketing is fuad has given so much of himself through bodybuilding like no one can ever say that he hasn't walked the walk been in the trenches done yeah. all those things we all know he has yeah. um but now the effort that went into doing that for himself i know fuad he he has such an appreciation for his fans and the supporters and the and, and the you know the hostile nation that he's built now he's going to impact more people off the stage than he could when he was on it yeah You know, so it's all
0: just all all that energy is going to go to something else, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, and that's when like really cool shit happens because I know, like, even you know, I just went through it, you know, the last five years, so uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what you know, what comes of it, but uh, it was very, very you know, I'm I'm really glad that he's gonna, you know, doing something about his situation, obviously, Mm -hmm. um. You know, yeah, he
1: did a, a follow up today. Did you see it? The follow up. Oh, no, video?
0: I didn't see the follow up. Oh Yesterday. yes, I did. He's thanking everybody.
1: Yeah, and yeah. so and he. And you're right. He didn't realize uh, until he got the reaction, even what he was doing while he was doing it. You know, and I think also from a from a bodybuilding fuck health fuck everything else standpoint, he proved his point to himself and to me and to everyone else. Like I remember when he first posted pictures and he was getting ready. I said don't do this it's not there anymore like because it was his body was just a mess. It, like the parts that needed to be big were small and the parts that needed to be small were big um and he learned a lot and turned taught a lot during that process and by the end i was like i right, was not gonna win this show but he's in the max he looked really good you know i was really impressed by the and i actually commented a couple of times uh just like Man, I didn't know how it's going to turn out, but now I'm excited.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I I I said at one point that um, someone asked me who my favorite Canadian bodybuilder was, and I said, oh well, there's lots of good ones, but I'll tell you, I really am enjoying watching Fu, I get ready for this show. Mm-hmm. And because uh, you're right, he like he really made some huge changes. You could tell he put the work in, but
1: you know, how old is he now? Is he 40? Yeah, I think Fuu a few years. Yeah, so he's I think he's 40, 41. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, I mean, shit, you know, I was 39 my last year competing. Yep. So, you know, I already, he already made it longer than I did. So, you know, there's only so much you can, you can get out of it, whether it's a knee or a hip or a, something else that goes, but I, um, you know, I know he's just going to do, you know, even better now. So, yep. you know, he's walking I was out, I mean, truthfully,
1: he, even though it was, uh, even though it wasn't when he wanted, it's on his terms. The sport didn't retire him. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Like, Because a lot of people, I'll tell you, man, I, and I give him so much credit because he is so hardcore, the discipline to say, I need to stop now, must have been brutal. Because you know us, you're in the grind, you're right there. Oh, especially two weeks out. You're like, dude, I could see me having to, like be talked down, like, "Hey, retard, don't do this," uh, because you're like, well, "How much more damage could I really do?" A ton, right? <laughs> a ton. So, yeah, nothing but respect for it. And I'm as a, as a friend and fan, I'm really actually just excited to see what happens because I think the reaction also made him realize, like, "Holy shit, I'm already doing it." I didn't. He had no idea that people were so linked up. I don't know how because I'm like. You don't see your the response you get. Uh, you're a you know, bigger bodybuilder now than you ever were. Yeah, you're, you're just not as good on the stage as you used to be. <laughs> right. So no, it's awesome and definitely someone to uh, to to want to emulate in a lot of ways. Yeah, I uh, you know I, I hope everything's all right with them. Yeah, you know, and it is.
0: Hope it doesn't I, take too long to correct everything and and just kind of get it going the way it should be. For so, sure. which I know can be done. So he'll sort it out. If you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what meal? You mean anything? Steak Any and rice. Meal. That's so funny.
1: <laughs> steak <laughs> and rice. Yeah, that would be it. <laughs> That's, That's my so. fallback for every. You know, when we when we go eat at a restaurant, what do we order? <laughs> steak and <laughs> every rice. Every place we go, steak and rice.
0: Pretty <laughs> safe bet. Pretty safe bet, man. How about you? steak and rice that that's why i just laughed cuz i was like jesus fuck you know pretty much ah. you know steak and rice or or you know lean ground turkey and rice like whatever the fuck i'm making at home it's with rice yep so that's pretty funny just ram it in a bowl all day you know what are you uh
1: what's your netflix situation uh well right now none because of the move so nah. one second once I get settled in, I leave, uh, I got the new place Thursday. Um, and I got all the new furniture, all that shit coming. Then I get the dogs that weekend. Uh, and then I'll talk to Don and Harvey. We'll negotiate what we're going to start watching and uh, kick it off. <laughs> you know, I, I, I got to reestablish the hierarchy. I'm hoping I'm on top now that I've kicked them out for a while.
0: So what, what are they telling you for like the first day that they come home is there stuff you have to do is there like a whole bunch of things you have to keep up now or oh, yeah. is it
1: yeah no so i i asked them i went there uh, we went there on saturday and i'm just in prep now um so i said hey what what are we what do i do and they're actually going to give me a schedule um to keep them on to work on them and uh it's one of those things the more active you are and keeping on game's execution the better they'll be then after a week the the head trainer will come out to the house and work with me and them again, and uh, and we spend time just kind of cranking that off. Then the following week, um, I'm taking them on their first road trip. Where? We're going to Metroflex, Marietta. Oh, we're jumping yeah. on an airplane. It'll be their first airplane ride as um, emotional support animals, and uh, they'll be in the the uh, they've already uh, the gym already knows Muscle Factory. They'll be coming to the gym every day now. And yeah, their life changed. It's going to be a sweet setup because they literally and and we I saw it this weekend. and We got film of it. Um, If I tell them to place in the gym and put them on a mat, they won't move. They'll sit there for an hour. So my my plan is to just uh, when I'm in an area, I'll place them. Then when I if I go across the gym, I'll grab their their bed, walk over, have them follow me, put them down there and they'll be happy as can be. And I don't need to I don't need to rush home. We can go to AJ's afterwards, pick up chicks and call it a day. I'm kidding. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, no, the they will be with me twenty four seven once once this happens. I'm I'm actually stoked. It's I mean, could you imagine Jed not in your house for five or six weeks? Like imagine your house now. If if somebody said, I'm just hate Jed for five days, you'd be like, What what? Yeah, weird man. No, it's terrible. Yeah. You don't realize because I don't see a lot of people um, other than when I'm doing things and I prefer it that way uh, but I don't realize I'm like wow I I talk to them like they actually know what I'm saying because <laughs> I'm in the house now I was like well, maybe I'll turn on like the radio or something while I work this is weird
0: yeah putting on <laughs> music and stuff
1: Damn. so but no it's been really good so I'm, I'm stoked to get them back and this week will be fun because everything it's kind of crazy but You'd swear I had some uh, moment because everything in my life would be different. I have all new furniture, new car, new place to live. <laughs> like, I'm like, I swear I'm not having a mental breakdown. I just moving. <laughs> Man, so uh, are you
0: going to give everyone a tour of the new place?
1: Yes, Todd will be in the week after we're moved in, and uh, that'll be our that'll be when we do the new cribs. Damn! Right, we're on, we're in the high life now. I'm trying to be like you, getting all high up in a building.
0: Yeah, you know, the 24th floor is where it's at, man. I'm looking out at the mountains right now. we got pretty clear
1: skies today. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's tough to beat, man. It, it is. You know, The the elevator life would be a little different, but I can handle that. Hey, you'd will you
0: you'll, you'll be surprised what kind of chicks you meet in the elevator, Dusty. Like I, and, I,
1: and I actually did what you did. I uh, I <laughs> When I'm picking the place and trying to find it, I was like, I need to be close to where my car parks and close right. to the elevator. Like everyone yes. else, like how do you get to pool view? I'm like fuck the pool. The pool's too far forward. How do I get close to my car where the groceries are? Yes,
0: <laughs> I, am I got back. a good
1: setup. I got a good setup. I I, I walk like three car spots from the door yep. to the elevator. I did that too. They they have a thing where you get um you get two free uh, first come first serve parking spots. I was like, yeah, I want the one where I pay for and that's mine. Where's mm-hmm. that? And she goes, oh, you do? I'm like, yeah, don't care. Give me that. Yeah. She goes, oh, okay, I'll find it. I'm like, yeah, thanks. And it needs to be as close as possible. I'm not coming home and finding parking. What the fuck? I'm not in college. Did I tell you I bought a second spot? Yes, it was a birthday present or yeah. Christmas present.
0: Christmas present.
1: People don't understand. Like Wow. When you buy, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you buy a spot, I'm not going to say the number, but you bought a small car. when you bought that spot but you could also sell that spot you could
0: sell it with your condo see what i yeah i should have rolled it into the mortgage yep but we were under the impression we'd be able to rent a second spot because we were doing that at other buildings yep but then we realized this building was primarily all owners that lived in it Mm -hmm. and all the spots were pretty much taken and no one was really leaving and no one no one didn't have a car and you can yeah. really rent spots here. So, uh, you know, Emily was getting these parking tickets and it was like, fuck. She got towed a couple times. I got towed. Like, it was just fucking shitty situation. And so I just said, fuck it. And bought a spot. It cost me, like, it cost me at least 10 grand. I think it was 12 grand.
1: I was going to say, I think it was 12 because we talked about when you did 12 it. 12
0: grand with taxes and shit.
1: So I just <laughs> bought a fucking parking spot.
0: Like, there, problem solved. Got one right beside mine. So it was good. Oh, well, that's awesome! I didn't Fuck. know that. Yeah, yeah. So, so I got two spots side by side. So, if ever comes time to sell this or rent this place out, that's super valuable. Oh, for sure. Because no one out here, like everyone's like, two two spots, because like a big deal, you know. Oh, for sure. So, but I don't yeah. think I'm ever going to sell this place. I'm either going to live here till I fucking die, or I'll rent it out.
1: Yeah, you would. not I wouldn't sell that place either. The value is too much. Yeah. Oh. However much money you would make, you would lose by not just keeping it and having someone yeah. in there paying your mortgage. At, at that point, will barely exist anyways. <laughs> yeah. No. I know.
0: I don't know if I ever want to move. You don't. I mean, there's <laughs> there's times when I want a yard. Like there's times when I'm like, oh, I wish I had a yard, a dog run around in the yard, that sort of mm-hmm. thing. But I just then you have to fucking you got you know. And I that, just
1: did that. I was I was house hunting. When I ended up where I'm at, because I walked into these and said, nope, this is my life. (laughs) You know, swanky, fancy, simple. I I hate having every house I've ever owned. I've had rooms that were empty because I don't furnish it. I don't use. And I needed the rooms that I did use to be a certain size. So I had to buy a house bigger than I needed every time. Right. I'm like, I only need two bedrooms. I don't want three. It's a pain in my ass. So, you know, the current place, it's actually pretty cool. It's a mirror image of itself. So, my I have two masters that are identical on the opposite side of the house. Oh, that's cool. The bathrooms are the same. The closets are the same. It's just a mirror. <laughs> you that's know? cool. So, because so, same thing. Like, all of my friends are oversized individuals. So, my guest bedroom is a king size bed. You right. know what I mean? So, it's right. important. An like, ensuite. Yeah. All of the rooms need to be big. Yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> so well i gotta get cracking because we have uh more work to do here we have two more videos to get done before todd gets an airplane in four hours god damn yeah, we don't Look fuck around. you busting yeah. it out and what i mean by that is todd doesn't fuck around and i do what i'm told
0: i've got to go too because um i mentioned that show this weekend yes it's actually two shows back to back saturday and sunday yes and we're the title sponsor and co-promoters
1: and I have an athlete in your show.
0: Yeah, it's the West Coast Iron Van City Natural Showdown on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then it's the West Coast Iron Van City Open Showdown
1: on Sunday. I wonder what the difference is between natural and open. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll find out. Yeah, exactly. All right right man, now, we'll the go. natural
0: show. Right now, the Natty show actually has more people entered. Interesting. So we'll, we'll see. it will be a fun weekend, but it's going to be busy as fuck. I probably won't train for two or three days. Like, Man. and I got six athletes in the open show. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you also won't sleep for two or three. And nights. I have a natural athlete competing that super shredded, Hulk blonde, RMT. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yep, yep. He's doing her show same day, but on the other side of the country. Right. So I'm gonna be on the phone, fucking busy boy.
1: yeah well whether that could you just you're just tying off the the very few loose ends and calling it a day so walking zombies at this point fearless okay buddy
0: thanks for everything remember everybody like share subscribe comment and hit that bell that's right hit the bell hit the bell baby (laughs) okay thanks for all your support remember everybody we'll be back next week we got a really cool guest who's going to have some amazing stories you are not going to want to miss but remember it's just bodybuilding (laughs) you. <laughs>